check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Just want to say is uh, Vino one two three Cancun. Get out of here, boy! Bro. I ain't going to no Cancun. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> welcome everybody to Pump Fakes and Hot Takes, uh, a special episode commemorating the loss of the two greatest franchises in the NBA. Trash ass niggas. Rest in trash peace to the niggas. New York Knicks trash and the Los niggas. Angeles Lakers. Trash ass niggas. Trash ass niggas. Joining me today, I have. I have the king, Chisum Ajoye. <laughs> oh, man. As usual, I have the zookeeper, Noble. Trash ass niggas, bomb ass Who? niggas. Trash ass niggas, bomb ass niggas. He's a trash. I have he's no trash. words for this man. He's trash. He's I have trash. no words. That's a trash. That's a trash. And he's a bum too. He's a bum. Who am I talking about? See, he said he, he, said he wanted his, his own episode. He said he wanted his own his episode name. to make his things... Rando. Things clear about Paris. the Knicks and the Lakers. His name is so, LeBron. Trash ass niggas. Ball ass niggas. Oh, trash ass no. niggas. Ball ass niggas. His name is Schroeder. Trash ass niggas. So, regretfully, I must Morris. now hand over to the zookeeper, also known as the clown, Le Clown, Noble. Yo, Man. Noble, just, just so you know, if you if I, if you were doing this in person, I'd have punched you in the neck by now. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You still trash, bro. You still bummy, bro. You know. But, but go ahead, go, go ahead and manage this episode, please. Okay. I- yes. Yes, please. On this episode today, guys. Uh, first of all, welcome, welcome, welcome to everyone who's joining this episode. First of all, can I just please tell you, if you're just joining us for the first time, please like, comment, and subscribe. You know, keep the love going. Let us know that. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get that out of the way. Now, mm. with that being said. I need y'all to Black go David Attenborough. Last, I need y'all to go listen to last week real quick, okay? Because I said some things last week that I feel like I feel like need to be reset. So I'll you know just give you a quick summary. Yeah, by this time last week, uh, I think the Lakers and Phoenix it was two two. Um, Knicks and the uh, Hawks it was two two. Um, and I said I don't. Uh, we never won two games. It was two one. It was two one. Oh, Get your shit. facts right, cuz. Oh, Come bad, on. My bad. You're too, you're too trash How are you gonna be hosting a show with with fake news? My, my bad, my bad. I just, Look at this guy's credibility, bro. Anyways, I said with chess and I said with divine foresight that wow. you know what? I don't think the Knicks got it in them anymore, bro. I, I thought the Knicks were gonna I thought Randall was gonna give me one good game, but I didn't think I didn't see the Knicks pulling through. And uh the Lakers <clears throat> I, I started to doubt the Lakers, and this was when they were at full squad, you know, when they were at full strength. Because I seen, I seen the way they played the Phoenix, bro. And Phoenix was not going away. Phoenix was not acting like a chum. But then again, um, like at the time when it was 2-1, we assumed that um, Chris Paul was injured. Phoenix was done. But then I said, just imagine, just imagine if this Phoenix Suns were the dark crest of the tournament at the Lakers end up losing. I said, just imagine. Because I was imagining my most ideal world. And I say my most ideal world, the Knicks and the Lakers will be wiped out in the first round. And now, we're here today with the Kang, currently currently crying. We're here with Chizzy, currently mourning. And this is because both their teams, the Knicks and the Lakers respectively, have both been swept out. Not swept out, gentlemen sweep. 
in one we case. Lo- we won two gentleman games. Gentleman sweep in one case and then in the other case. Yeah, it's still gentleman sweep, bro. Listen, you've heard the old yo, saying. Yo, slap, bro. That's, that's, at the end of the day, bro, let's talk about the defensive detriment that these two teams are. And let's talk about how shitty they really are because I'm not going to lie to you. Y'all, y'all, y'all tried it, and it just didn't work out. Like, I mean, let's let's be honest. Okay, I not been sp- I not been speaking for a while now, but let's be honest, Chisom and Vino. Mm. Your teams played embarrassingly embar- bad. Dog, I agree. Got, our my, our second best player got injured. Shut up, Chisom. Like, Chisom. really, Chisom, Even with embarrassing, I lost that series. Okay, this is my podcast. Uh, because what? This, this is my episode. Okay, <laughs> I, I let you guys clown me. I let you guys clown me for twenty-eight episodes. This is my episode. Hey, don't hey, reclaiming my time. <laughs> re, re, reclaiming my time. Re, reclaiming my time. Uh, okay, Skip Bayless. Okay, Go ahead. okay, okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right, now, Skip. Now you you talk when you're spoken to. No, if, if I don't mention your name, you don't speak. This is my time. Wow, I don't this know how I feel time. about this. You yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about this one here. This is my time. Okay, okay. So like I said, Chisum, um, you know what? We're gonna keep you by the side for now. Let's start with the Knicks. So the New York Knicks played the Atlanta Hawks. The New York Knicks featured a roster that had Julius Randle, who just won Most Improved Player, R.J. Barrett. He's coming off a he's coming off a sophomore season. He, he was doing pretty good. Um, they had Derrick Rose, you know, the comeback the comeback guy that everybody was rooting for. And surprisingly, you had Taj Gibson. But I mean, I guess that's a Tom Thibodeau plan. So you had the squad going in, you know, and you had Emmanuel quickly, I guess, coming off the bench for you. No, that. And uh, you guys were trying to you guys you guys were trying to do something because um, you went, you lost your first game. I mean, no one's too surprised about that. That you went, you won your second game. And all hell broke fucking loose, bro. You guys won a game, one game, and suddenly we won Brooklyn. The chants were raining down from the the chants were raining down from the crowd. Everybody was gassed up. The team after the post game speeches were coming in nice and hot. Everybody was talking. We were saying, yeah, we got this, we got this. Spike Lee was saying Knicks in five. People were saying Knicks in four, even though they already lost the game. Now let's just talk uh, from. Let's talk to you, Vinu. Why do you think your team embarrassingly lost? Like, what do you think? And I just want you to be honest right now. You know, this is an open space. is a good space for you to share your feelings. So t- tell me, bro. <clears throat> First of all, okay, sorry. As a Knicks fan, how does it feel to be in the same position again? And by that, I mean, like, you know, hope and then have your hope taken away. Let's start from there. Thank you. Talk to me, bro. <laughs> It's, I don't know. It's very difficult for me to discuss this topic right now. Oh, is it? I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, you can hear the brevity in my voice. Um, I feel really bad for you. Go on. Please, please. Just give me a moment. All right? Give him a moment. Go on. First of all, first of all, I'd like to say, despite how misplaced the confidence may have been, it was nice to see the support of the fans raining down in MSG. MSG was a... Uh, MSG was loud. It was nice to see. When it comes to the Knicks themselves, I appreciate every single player on that team. They put in their all. It was a great season, a great run. I'm very proud of every single player from top to bottom. You're proud? Especially especially Derek Rose, who was one of the only ones to truly step up in the playoffs. He really stepped it up, leveled up, played great. Emmanuel quickly stepped up as well. Taj Gibson played a good series. So did Nolan's Noel until the last couple of games. Yep. Uh, 
but we really fell off when it came to our when it came to our uh, our big stars, our number one and two options. I guess I'm answering your first question, Nobu, which is how how did the team manage to embarrassingly lose? And the way in which they did it is by Julius Randle, our number one scoring option, averaging 18 points per game. How on, much, um, sorry to cut you off. How much did he average during the season? He averaged 24. Oh, okay. And so, he averaged 24 on 46% from the field and 41% from three. Okay. In these playoffs, he averaged 18 on 29.8% from the field and 33% from three, oh, which is God. just it's just terrible. So in other words, it, he was doo-doo. He was, he was basically, you know, bird shit. Like, you know, not just normal shit. He played hard. I'll, I'll give, that's why I say I'm proud of every single player. Julius Randle played hard, he man. Played he hard. played good on the defensive end. He still averaged 12 boards. But he just he couldn't get it done. Defensive end. Oh, I I didn't see that. But okay, go on. No, no. I think he I think he did play play decent on the defensive end. Not great, but decent. I remember like two. You know, like if you look at the Knicks Hawks game, I feel like there are two like strong highlights that have Trey Young that has Trey Young on one side or the other side of him with the ball. You know, spinning some kind of way to get some kind of. Trey Young. Trey Young, Young made every single player on that court look silly. Yeah. I'm getting to that. Every single Knicks but, player. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. But when it comes to Julius Randle, rebounding is a part of defense. It's a big part of defense. It's not a stop until you get the board. So he averaged 10 defensive rebounds per game. That helped us out a lot. He was a big presence in the middle as well for us, but it, it wasn't enough. And when it comes to Trey Young, I, I absolutely despise that man. I have so much hatred for Trey Young in my heart. <laughs> This guy, um, but you know what's sad though? I mean, like I understand why you'd want to hate him, but Trey Young didn't do anything bad if you think about it. He didn't come in and injure somebody. He didn't come in and like. No, 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 no. I know, I know. He didn't do anything he just like that. And just you know, embarrassed you. He he wanted to he wanted to really talk and everything. And as you said, Noble, when we were talking about Brittany Griner, like I'm I'm doing that as well. I'll be talking, I'll be joining up people when I play. So I'm not mad at him talking. It's just, you know, it's a bit different when the guy backs it up in that kind of magnitude. Like we're used to people talking, even Reggie Miller, let's not lie, when he talked. Yeah, yeah he, there was one big game where we can talk about one, two big games. But he was good against the Knicks, but he didn't do what Trey Young did compared to what he usually does. He didn't absolutely take control. So when it comes to coming and talking shit to the Knicks, this is MJ level. This is the type of shit MJ used to do. I'm not comparing Trey to MJ, but I'm just saying a similar thing just happened to us. And it's uh, hats off to Trey Young, man. I doubted him. I said I said two weeks ago that I didn't think he'd do much in this series. Last week, I, I started backing up on that point. And this week, I just have to, I have to, give, him his, uh, I have to give him his flowers, man. Okay, He's so a bowler. That's that's beautiful. Okay, so in, in summation, the Knicks were trash. In particular, Julius Randle and RJ Barrett were. Can you not hear my voice, guy? Completely trash. Oh no, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. The Please Knicks, don't rub it in anymore. The Knicks were trash. Julius Randle was, you know, affordable trash. Not the type of oh trash that you throw in, but the kind of trash that you can kind of. I didn't even know RJ Barrett. I didn't even know RJ Barrett shot 39 percent from the field. That's so much better than it looked like he shot. Yeah, because he was taking wild shots, you know. He was trying to just run down and trying to use athleticism. Let me tell you why the Knicks lost. 
first of all, you guys are young. You guys are very young. Let's not. Yeah, the inexperience is a big the, part. The inexperience is a big part. You, you really. I think the team really didn't take into account the pressures of the playoffs. Like you guys have been playing hard. That has been your identity the whole season. But guess what? The playoffs. The identity of the playoffs is hard. So in the playoff, every man is playing hard, bro. It's not about playing hard. It's about playing with sense, bro. I don't agree with this point. Use your user to break. That's why I say IQ comes. IQ makes the team stand apart because everyone's going to play hard. Everyone's trying to win or go home. That's what it is. You think um, the Celtics weren't trying to play hard against Brooklyn? You think um, Washington wasn't trying to play hard against Philly? Everybody's trying to play hard, bro. It's... First of all, do you have the talent to actually score? And do you have the IQ to make that talent score? The question is, you do have the talent to score because no one's going to question that Julius Randle, Julius Randle, when he gets going, is a steamroller, right? 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 So he's just dumb. And your team is stupid in the way they're using him. Now now that we're done with you, yeah, let's go over to the next man over here. We we be waiting for you. this one. Oh. Uh, okay, so uh, right. man like LeBron, he's been in the NBA 18 seasons, yeah, big man, big man. Yeah, you yeah. Know, this, this, this is some dumb shit and I'll mute your mic, bro. This, this is supposed to be the season for it, you know. This is mm -hmm. supposed to be the Lakers year. This is supposed to be the year where LeBron proves he's the GOAT, you know. Repeat. That was, that was, the, that was the plan, bro. If I take, when I take Brooklyn down... I'm I took down ghost. the Brooklyn Nets. I I'm, took down the Phoenix Suns. I'm, I'm the GOAT. Undisputed. Undisputed. Los Angeles Clippers. Don't tell me to shut up and dribble because I'm the best at it ever. And then, you know, um, you guys came and started playing the Suns. Uh, first game <laughs> is a bit of a sticker one still. You all, you all took the L. You came back. You got a W. And then Chris Paul got injured. So you took the second W. And then, again, just like the Knicks fans, you know, you, I love the franchise base of both of y'all because y'all got the most, the most out-of-touch fan base ever. You know what? It's the Knicks, the Lakers, and the Celtics. Y'all, your fan, the fan base of these three franchises, great franchises, yeah? No, no, no doubt, but y'all wild. Y'all really wild because after that 2-1, after that 2-1 win, I saw a comment, LeBron is practicing moves on the Suns. It's over for them. Man was dancing like man was doing the you know you know the little cha 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 the Spanish slide here and there, and then Jay Crowder got in his ear. What happened? What happened? LeBron is the king. LeBron is the king. LeBron is the king. Well, the king got usurped by the young buck, D book, the buck, the book buck, the you, buck buck. Yo, is there a question in this, bro? Oh yeah, sorry. I was just giving a, I was just giving us. You know, I'm gonna give the summary and then set up the question. So now the question, yeah, is what do you think was the most, what do you think was the biggest reason for the Lakers' downfall outside of Anthony Davis' injury? So you take away the biggest reason and then, all right, cool. I mean, obviously the biggest reason was, was just injuries, um, namely to Anthony Davis. I know KCP missed a couple games as well. His, the impact of him missing those games obviously was not as big as AD's. Because um, without AD, there was no way we were going to handle DeAndre Ayton. Um, so he, he just went on to cook Andre Drummond and uh, Marc Gasol. And obviously, a man like Montrezl Harrell is just way too small for him. So that combined with, with um, Devin Booker's inability to miss a three in, in, in game six... It was just, it was too much. It was too much. Um, went off. I, 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 I mean, you know? 
yeah, this this week has been uh, has been it's been a tough one for me. Um, I feel like si- since Thursday since Thursday night, I just haven't been the same man. Oh, um, I feel you, bro. Yeah. I don't. Um, see, no, bro, bro don't. I'm, t- I'm, oh, for the viewers at home, I'm smiling, laughing. You can see the whites of my per- my pearly whites are out on maximum brightness right now. I'm in a good headspace. I'm in a good mental space. I'm having fun with this. It's a good day, bro. Do you know why I'm laughing right now? Like I just in my head, I just imagined me choking you out right now, and it just it's okay. It made me smile. It made me smile a little bit. But but let's 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 get back to basketball. Yeah, let's get back to basketball now. Let me talk to you about the. Can we can can we just take one moment? Just to just to state, I was completely right with what I said about Andre Drummond all that time ago. Which was what? Which was the fact that he would not have any effect. Like I said, that he would. He, they'd have to. They wouldn't be able to use him in the playoffs, and that's exactly what's happened. No, here's the thing, though. Like when he was playing alongside Anthony Davis, he was good. He was serviceable at best. N- no, no, he was good. Like, um, go look at game. What was that game three? Yeah. Okay, not at best, but he was serviceable. He wasn't consistent. He wasn't a big impact player. See, his thing, like, like, he was good because, like, on the defensive end, he, like, you're not expecting him to be a a shot blocker or a guy to to defend a guy like um, DeAndre Ayton. So you put Mm. Anthony Davis on him. On the offensive end, he's just a big body. He's a big body that you can throw in the paint and then you can have other guys space the floor. But then you think you take out Anthony Davis on offense, and now that floor shrinks a little bit because guys like Cal Kuzma and and Montrezl Harrell, they just neither of them are, um, shot the ball very well. Cal Kuzma, he's supposed to be a better three point shooter than, than than what he showed this series, or pretty much what he showed all year. Um, so teams don't really guard him as closely as they would. And so Davis. whether 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 it's Drummond or the way he's being used, he was not very useful in the series. He wasn't very useful because of the circumstances, which was AD being injured. And I think the way that they're using him, I think that they, a team to use Drummond need to. I mean, maybe the off season will help this, but who knows what your team will look like by by next season. But anyway, let's say I, I I don't think it's just purely Drummond. I think Drummond is just one. Oh no, I'm yeah, not saying like it's purely it's, I'm not saying it's purely Drummond. Yeah, it wasn't just one person because even um, Marcus Gasol got cooked, like to the point where it was. You could tell Frank Vogel was like hesitant to put either of them on the floor, but mm. at the same time, if you don't have either of them out there, then it's even easier for um, DeAndre Ayton because now he's he's not even fighting against a big body; mm-hmm. he's just going up against a guy like Montrezl Harrell, mm-hmm. who is like three, four inches shorter than him, and he's just going to skyhook him to the. I'm not necessarily skyhook, but like uh, jump hook, right? Yeah, I go feel ahead. like this series exposed the Lakers and exposed a lot of things. And starting with is the roster. LeBron James and Anthony Davis are great. and this It's a very shallow roster. Yeah, exactly. LeBron James and Anthony Davis are great. No one's going to doubt. No one's ever going to doubt how good these players are. But this mm-hmm. really shows you why it is necessary to build a team. Because basketball is not a one-person spot. It's Look at Denver. They lost their second-best player. Same as you. Yeah, exactly. They're fine. I, that's the best example you could have given. Jam, um, Jamal Murray is literally what Anthony Davis is to you guys on the offensive end. Defensively, yeah, probably, yeah, he falls off. But the way Anthony Davis is the better offensive guy when he comes putting the ball in the bucket than LeBron James, that's the same difference with Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. 
Like but then now is. the difference is the, you act like the defense isn't huge though. No, no. no yeah, but regardless of that, regardless of that though, is that you can get next man up. Like Jamal, yeah. okay, so Jamal Murray is not that great on defense, but his offensive capabilities are next level beyond this world. Like it cannot be replaced. But still, they found a way to replace it through the combination of MPJ, Facundo, Campazzo, and the other guys who were just all chipping in. The the general overall average of the Lakers without LeBron and AD is very low. I believe that. Now I think it was it was really pointed out because. Um, when you have great players, especially in the NBA today, the, the recipe for success is if you have a great player, fill the great players with strong, with strong, good defensive players who can defend multiple positions. Because your great players are it's already offense. So I mean, if you can get more offensive, you can get more offense. That's good. But getting good, strong wing players that can um, defend through multiple multiple positions, that's the best. But now when you look at the Lakers. You have Wes Matthews, you have Kyle Kuzma, you have Dennis Schroeder, you have um, KCP. Mark, Mark, yeah, have to further your point, Nobo, as well, a player like um, a player like a Kyle Kuzma, his role would not increase if he went to a team like the Knicks or a team like the Hawks. It would probably even decrease. Yeah, so, like you, you don't have players that are sitting on your bench that would start on other teams. The only one that I could see is Montrez. Exactly. So yeah. Um. So like the way I see it. Your overall roster is actually it's actually a lot it's a lot lower than t- other teams who are trying to have championship aspirations. So when you go mm-hmm. play a team like Phoenix, Phoenix plays hard from start to bottom, like first player down to whoever the last player to come off the bench. And they, they have those hard. wings that you were talking about. Exactly, they have all these wing stretchy guys who can shoot the ball good on one end and defend properly on the other end. So they just they beat you guys with. I'm not going to lie, they beat you. It looked like they beat you guys with youth. Because what I saw, what we could see on the court was a lot of ball. The ball was flying all over the court. I mean, Devin Booker was doing Devin Booker things and CP3 would do CP3 things. But there, was, there wasn't so much isolation. It was a lot of team, team basketball, bro. And I'm not going to lie to you. Um, Lakers, they try to do it. But just because their team isn't good enough, they're not fast enough. They're not as fast enough. They're not as long enough. They're not as good defensively even if they try to show it in the regular season but I feel like that was the LeBron and AD effect you really need to know the the quality of your team without your stars they can't be shit and when they are shit you get exposed I'm sorry your niggas nope. are shit bro see here's the thing like com- um let's let's take the nuggets out of it which other team is winning or which you yeah which other team is winning like if they're the second best player, is Brooklyn injured. most likely. Okay, Brooklyn. Obviously, Brooklyn is another exception because they have three superstars. Um, but like, who else? Um, Milwaukee most likely. Like Milwaukee is the is the, like if Chris Middleton goes down, I feel like they have enough in terms of other guys stepping up and shooting and Yanis still being the sledgehammer that they can. I'm not saying they're going to be as good. That's not the point. But the thing is, can they put up a a decent fight still? Yeah, the Lakers I, put up a decent fight. It's just we lost. Think, why don't we talk about the last, yeah. the last yeah, um, just, active round in the active first round game, the Clippers and the Mavs. Mm. Man, insane, insane, madness. I was watching the the game six last night, and that like I actually had one of my uh, one of my really close friends, Brandon, who was texting me during the game. Um, and he's not a, a huge basketball fan, but he was left, like he was telling me like this this is an amazing game because this, this both teams are like they, they seem very evenly matched right now. They're just going back and forth. Like Luca is going on one end, just doing his thing on the other end. 
Kawhi is just going nuts. And then in the fourth quarter, Kawhi is just like, yo, we're going back to LA. Like we're playing a exactly. game seven. And like he, it was like he made up his mind and that was just it. Because at, mm. at a point he, he scored like 11 in a row. And it was just like, he just ISO on, on um, yeah. Luca, And just like, yo, you, you like to play one-on-one oh. on the other end? Let me oh, see God. if you can play defense. Oh, and it was, whew, whew. Like, I can see the Clippers bringing this back. Getting to the mid-range, step back, boom. Or just tween, tween, tween on three-point line, yeah. step back, bang, in Luca's face. It has it was, been an amazing series. Like, to, give, to give a quick ooh. recap so far, it's been six games, 3-3 three, three between both teams. The home team has not won a single game. So we had two, away, two games at Clippers Madness. at the start. Dallas won both games. We went to Dallas, two games. The Clippers won both games. Then Dallas went and won at the Clippers land again. Clippers came right back. And then Kawhi went off, had 45 points. Luka Doncic, um, he had about 26 points or 29 points. I'm not sure. Um, and yeah, the Clippers the Clippers took it. Um, so, Veen, I'm going to start with you on this one, yeah? I want you to tell me why... What team do you think is better and why do you think the team is better? So, who do you think is taking Game 7 and for what reasons? <sighs> it's a difficult one. Mm-hmm. Sticky one. I'm going to go with the Clippers. I think Kawhi and PG are just going to be too much. Porzingis is a bit of a bum. Uh, <laughs> all jokes aside, though, Porzingis is not... He's not living up to what I expected yeah, him to. Yeah. He's not... Yeah, he's not changing anything for me in this series. Luca's really on his own here. Tim Hardaway's his best support, to be honest. And I don't think they're enough to overcome a firing PG and Kawhi. I just think they're going to win. They're just too good. Uh, the Mavs, they really need to see what they're going to do in the future because <sighs> Luca's looking a lot like LeBron when he was younger. Luke is looking a lot like LeBron when he was younger in the way that he he looks like you just give him one guy, yeah. One reliable guy. He'll take you somewhere. But he doesn't have that reliable guy right now. He has an unreliable Pozingus who's either injured or in bad form or taking poor shots. Something's just always up with that 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 my, that pairing has never meshed really since they joined properly at the start it was good and then after that it's just tapered off so for me the mavs are are decent lucas putting up a great fight and so is the rest of that team defensively offensively they're putting up a great fight but i think the clippers are just going to overpower them now based on what i've been saying about these playoffs so far i'll probably be wrong but let's see man Chison, what do you think Dude, like there's there's one stat to the to the point that you made earlier. How Luca, it seems like you could give him one one person and he'll he'll take you far. In game five, I'm I'm sure you guys have seen the stat ever on ESPN, but Luca scored or assisted on 31 Eight. out of the 37 baskets made by the. Was it like 87 percent or something or something? Yeah, he was responsible for like 87 percent of their points. That's insane. It's it, it's. Like he's a one-man wrecking crew at this point, and it just—it's insane. He's to playing see. my career, bro. Yeah, pretty much. He's playing my career with like in real life, and it's—it the moment he steps out of the game, the Mavericks just look like a completely different team, and it's. It was a similar thing with Trey in that series against the Knicks as well. The on and off court difference you could see with Trey, just to allude to that. If you actually watch that series, you could see. 
Same way with with um, with Luca. Mm. Trey also was when he went off the court. Team looked trash. The Knicks caught up almost every single time, if not overtook them. When Trey came back, Stone Cold killer carrying the team. Same thing with Luca. So it's I bring up that Trey Young, that Trey Young series with the Knicks, not because it's the Knicks, but actually because that was an interesting trade that happened mm. for Trey and Luca. And it's nice to see that it's, it's really worked out for both teams. Yeah, absolutely. And Luca, getting back to the Mavs, Luca is something else man Bro. he's something you know else think, Jesus I think, Christ. Man, something that people are not realizing is uh the difference the, the major difference between the teams is the clippers are the more talented team but the um the Mavs are the better coached team because what mm. i noticed yeah that is yeah what yep. i noticed rick carlos a lot of times opening like he changes the like his lineups and the lineups actually affect the outcome of the match like, I think he had a game where he set yeah. a super big lineup with Boban Manjanovic. Yeah, with and, Boban. And uh, KP and yeah. was, um, game five, I think. And they came and they really busted them yeah. up because of that. But yeah, you cannot... They did it in yeah, game six as well, too. But it just it just didn't work out at the end because Kawhi yeah, exactly, was, because was not having I think the game plan for a bit better as well. Discount the talent that the Clippers have. So yeah, I think it, it yeah. will be what I called last week, too. I think the Clippers will take this in seven games. But yeah, going off in the offseason, I don't think Rick Carlisle is your problem at all. I think they just mm. need to keep find um, um, Luka Doncic, or Doncic, sorry if I keep killing his name. They, they need to find Luka, that second man. They have to get him a second player who's actually worth his salt. And I think that Dallas is an actual, it's a very attractive destination for a finding player right now. Anyone who want to play with Luka with the way he's going off. So I think it's possible that um, Dallas that we see next season would definitely be better than the, the Dallas that we see this season. Tim Hardaway has been. Yo, to, sorry, you, sorry, just to finish yeah. up. Tim Hardaway has been such such a good running man for him, but he's obviously not good enough to be the second threat because he can generate points on his own. But if you just find them that second player that can generate points on his own, he's a perfect number three. Yeah, yo, I, I was actually going to make a, a point about uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. because he he came he came about in that or he came to to Dallas in that Chris Apps, uh Porzingis trade. And right now, it's actually you looking like it, it's looking like uh, um, what's his name, Tim Hardaway Jr. is the was the was was the better of the two guys who who was trading that deal, which is insane. Yeah. Um, because so, we traded him to get off his salary. Yeah, crazy, so, crazy. Yeah, so it, it, it's 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 mad. It's, it's and you can ask Noble of all people who backed Tim Hardaway from the start. Man, I hated it when we traded him, bro. I hated it. But I'm I'm so happy for him, man. Coming good. See this series, like to to answer the the original question, who wins? Um, I've never seen a a series with, with such a huge home court disadvantage. Um, <laughs> it, it's mad. So like, I want to say the Clippers just because like I think the Clippers actually have a better roster, but they have not won a single home game in this series, and I I cannot understand it because I've. I don't think I've ever seen a series where the the home team loses this much. At least I can't remember one. I don't think the home team's ever lost 100% of the games. If the Clippers get knocked out, then this will be, I think, the first time in history. Yeah, so I I, I want to say the Clippers because they have a a better um, track record, but I I feel like I'm going to be wrong. So I'll still still put it in there just because I I did still have them in my my bracket going through the second round. I had Um, the Knicks in the bracket to beat the Sixers, bro. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, I had the Lakers win the championship in my bracket. 
So did I, bro. So did I. Yeah, I think so did Nobu. Yeah, we did. No, yeah, you did. Don't, don't fucking back out. Don't fucking back out now, you bitch. Yeah. But yeah, some of the series that um that are over though, I think one of the interesting ones was um Brooklyn Celtics, Nets Celtics. It was it was pretty straightforward, but yeah, as I said. My man, Jason Tatum, had one of his games. Mm-hmm. It worked out. But yeah, man, what do you think this, this means for the Nets? Because they, they played well. They showed out. Um, honestly, I, like, I don't feel like this series meant much. I feel like it was just like uh, they, they finally got their, their big three playing together. It was the perfect test. Um, like had, yeah, had them on the, on the court for a couple of, of games consistently. Um, a couple of reps. Starters, but, but, like, aside starters, from that... You know, you know when you're eating, bro. That's just yeah. the starters that they gave them the Celtics. Yeah, because it's like it's the Celtics without Jalen Brown. Like, no, I don't think yeah. anyone in the world had the Celtics even like winning two games. Like me and I think Noble also had it as a sweep. Only Vino called called um, Celtics taking a game yeah. off of them. So like this this series like doesn't mean much in the grand scheme of things, especially with the with the with the Nets. I know that their their main focus is winning a championship. Like beating the Celtics in the a shorthanded Celtics in the first round is like. It's whatever. I think the, the their their series against the the Bucks now yeah. moving forward. I think this this is like where where it starts getting real. Test right now, and that's that's what I just wanted to say. I, want, I just wanted to quickly um, ask you guys, what do you think is going to happen in that series? Boy, actually, Vin, Vin take this one first. Take it first. Wait, which series are you? You oh, Nets versus Milwaukee. Tonight, twelve. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Game one, the Bucks are gonna take it. But then after that, I think the Nets win in six, seven, six. Nets, so Nets win in six. Advantage, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bucks take it. Game one. Yo. Nets win in six. I want to see a seven-game series, man. Nah, I, I, I want to see. I want to see. I want to see how Game Seven looks with James Harden, um, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant on the floor. I but that f- easy I, money I, sniper, that KD Trey Five, he'll end it before that. Yeah, I, he 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 can. But I want to see it go seven. Now, like I I feel like the, the Nets will still um, pull it out. But I just I want to see them in like the hottest water possible, and we'll see, uh. we'll, we'll, like then you see. Exactly how they like. I know, or I, yeah, I know that they will, or I feel like they will. Um, they they will win it out anyways. But I just want to see how they do it. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I, I want I want to see like how they they kind of control the game, um, like like a game seven type situation where like both teams know like what each other wants to do. Now, just how are you going to stop it? I want to I want to see how they plan on stopping Yanis, how they and how they, they execute on the offensive end. So I think Nets and stuff. Okay, so I seem to be the only one who um, who who are back yeah. in who's back in the green. Um, I got the Bucks in seven just because I believe the Nets they're going to get tested defensively. I mean they've always been a great offensive team, but I mean it. Mm-hmm. I think it's different when a, when another great offensive team comes to you and they can come to you in a myriad of ways in so many ways at which you're not that great at I mean they don't have the best perimeter defense and they don't have the best interior defense either and I think the Bucks excel at those places 
and um, they're just ready. I mean, this team has lost disappointingly in two seasons, and they wanted this. The Brooklyn Nets they got put together this season. I'm sure they obviously they obviously won the championship just as much as the Bucks do, but I think that the drive and the motivation is different. And um, when it comes to it, the Bucks are a hard grinded. They are, they're a grind. They're a grind team, and they have great players at all positions on the floor to counter the Nets. Um, I think like obviously you can never ever shut down Kyrie, KD, and James Harden, but the Bucks probably have the best chance to in the league. I don't think there's a better matchup for the Bucks for the Nets than the Bucks defensively. Mm. I don't know if I agree with that. Give it to you. I mean, Giannis has to guard KD. He's gonna do his best in KD, and his length is just gonna bother mm -hmm. him. James Harden is gonna be guarded by um, Drew Holiday, and Kyrie Irving is gonna be guarded by uh, Chris Middleton. Kyrie is gonna cook though. And your because Mid Middleton. And, yeah, go um, ahead. You probably have um, either Divincenzo is out now, so you can have. Who's the guy now that fills the two spot? Um, oh, I can't remember the white boy's face. Um, they have a, um, they have a few options. Yeah, Connaughton. they have Connaughton. Oh, they have Connaughton who's mm. really, really good. Or you could even have. Um, they have quite a few options, anyways, that you can put at the two. And Brook Lopez at three at center position, who can just he's just lefty at the way. And you have and take Brook look at Brook Lopez off, bring Bobby Porter on. That's more energy. Um, so I think, I think they have a myriad of ways to try to make it tough for Brooklyn while also attacking them. So it'll be very, it'll be a very entertaining matchup. I think that this right here will be the best series of the whole game of the whole NBA series. Yeah, playoffs. Um, I just want to watch it, bro. I'm just waiting for twelve thirty. I want the time to come quick so I can watch this game. Yeah, same. Yeah, I agree with you. That this 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 is probably the the series of the of the NBA playoffs right here. This I feel like th Fine. this or the yeah this actually should should be should have been the um, in the finals, but we're getting we're getting it a little early. Um, but I guess let's move on to the other Eastern Conference matchup there, the Seventy Sixers versus the yeah. Hawks. Uh, How are we feeling about this one? I know um, Joel Embiid is. It's questionable with, with, uh, with a knee Sweet. injury or torn, uh, partially torn meniscus. Yeah, yeah so uh, you said sweep in which direction, Vino? Hawks are getting swept. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like is, this, is this coming from a place of rage or is this um, your true Why message? would I have any rage? Why would I have any rage? <laughs> I have some rage, but uh, go ahead. It doesn't make sense. I don't, I don't understand why I would have any rage. This is a team. This is a team that uh, they're simply not good enough. Um, they play. They play the Seventy Sixers. Embiid's not going to be back, right? Um, he is questionable. Mm, but he'll be back at some point. Yeah, he should be back at some point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're done. And um, <laughs> I just, I don't think that Trey Young. Trey Young played against an inexperienced team in the first round, a team that was very young, never played in the playoffs before. And neither had they, the Hawks, really. But I think they've just... Nate McMillan has done a great job with them and they've they've done a good job of playing well as a team and allowing Trey to do his thing. So 
I think when it comes to the Sixers, he's going to find it difficult to rain the threes with Ben Simmons guarding him. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to lock him down. I think game one's going to be a, probably a blowout. And then game two will be closer, game three will be closer, and then game four, the closeout. It will stay close until eventually they get blown out. Um, I don't think... No, no, I see you laughing. What's, what's happening? Straightforward is that um, I think, like, the Hawks are... I mean, Trey Young's amazing, but the Hawks are so much more than Trey Young because they also have good ball movement. Boyan Bogdanovich, Kevin Huertas, mm. um, John Collins... They, they do, I agree. Um, and then they have this guy coming off the bench, Danilo Gallinari coming off the bench, Sweet Lou getting his offensive um, sets. So I think, like, especially because Embiid is not here, Clint Capella can put a lot of pressure on on the Sixers, and he is really good at that. He's really good offensively, defensively at grabbing rebounds, and get you'll probably get a second chance opportunity. Um, ben Simmons is not gonna. If you watch the game in their first round matchup, he was exploiting. I mean, it was not fair against the Wizards because there was no one truly to um, guard him at at the rim so exactly. uh, I'm not saying Clint Capella is going to guard Ben Simmons if possible probably have John Collins or what's their the second year guy or third year guy who plays the three yeah yeah Hunter Hunter, Hunter. Now, either of them will probably try to match up with him so I don't, I don't think it will be as easy for him um, on the interior as he was in the, against the Wizards first off the Wizards are just not as good as the Hawks so I think it will be a it will be a seven sixes win I think in six because Embiid is probably back by game two or game three, um, but I think Trey Young and the Hawks will probably take game one. They could give them a swift uppercut in game one. Yeah, uh, uh, if if Embiid doesn't play in game one, I, I think um, the Hawks definitely take that one. Um, mm-hmm. But. Uh, like, if you say so. Overall, I, I, I'm taking the, the 76ers in, in six games because Joel, if Joel Embiid comes back and is like looks like himself, he's he's just in, like he is one of the best, if top two, top three big men in the league. He's just top two. His footwork, two. the. the the, the, he, he he does have the three point shot, but then lately he hasn't been relying on it the way he used he he was in in the past couple of years. He's not settling for it. I think you mean. Yeah, yeah. He he's not settling for it. It's not relying. Um, and, and like he's he's actually he's using his his main advantage, which is that he size and in, in footwork. Yeah. And gets into the paint and is just like, no, you're not going to stop no, me. He's... And bro, it, it's sometimes it's it's like almost kind of ugly to watch. But for the most part, when once he starts getting the the footwork, the little dream shakes or the the step back in the mid range, like seven footers should not be moving no, the way and beating no, it. It's just mm. it, it's it's not right. It, it's it's not fair for a guy to at that size to be moving that quick. And I, I don't I don't see Clint Capella doing much to stop him. And I mean Clint Capella is a really good defender, but it's just Embiid has what thirty pounds on him. And on top, mm-hmm. of like, and Embiid is now great at drawing fouls as well, um, par- partially due to a bit of flopping. But if Clem Capella, is, in there. yeah, but if Clem Capella isn't able, like, isn't able to stop him with verticality, it's like, bro, you pick up a couple of fouls, and then now you go into a backup center, which is it will not be pretty. Um, and then on the other end, Trey Young is going to be guarded by Ben Simmons, who 
it's trying to make his case for, for defensive player of the year, although I think that's pretty much just out of the question at this point. Um, but he's, st- I'm sure he he still has like a a bit of a grudge on that end because he he wants to show that he is the kind of defender that he he yeah. says he is. Um, mm-hmm. So he's he's going to get get into that that defensive stance that Noble loves so much, and you know he's he's going to chase Trey Young. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. It's it's gonna be a tough matchup. For Moreau, baby. Yeah. Hawks and two. Hawks and two. Yeah, I, I give the Hawks two games. I give them two games. So no, no, no. for all those sixes and four or five, no cap. I'm saying four. All right, and on to the only other matchup that is fully set. Um, this is in the Western Conference now: the Phoenix Suns versus the Denver Nuggets. Um, who do we have coming out of that uh, that matchup? There, we will start with you, Noble. I think that's uh, that's an interesting that's an interesting matchup again. The Denver Nuggets. Is- the Denver Nuggets are just. I know they don't have Jimmy Moore. Everyone's saying that they don't have Murray, so like they should, they should have no business going anywhere. But that team is just so good, and so deep, and so deep, and the way they move the ball is, is pristine. So I think it's funny, but I think the the Nuggets and the Suns actually play pretty similar. They're like high up. They're high offense, really good three-point shooters, nice wing players and everything. And then the standouts are like Chris Paul and Devin Booker. And sometimes the under-18 for the Suns. And then in the Denver Nuggets, uh, MPJ, um, Jokic are, are the standouts. So I think it's, it's a really interesting matchup. But um, I'm not really sure which way it goes. I think both teams really match up really nicely. But I'm partial to the Denver Nuggets. Just because, like, I think they're really playoff tested, and no in- if there are no injuries on both sides, especially with Chris Paul, he's still. I'm sure that shoulder is still not fully, is not 100. percent So I think I'll give this to the Denver Nuggets. I think their offense is just a little bit better than the Suns. Vino, I, I, yeah, yeah, go ahead. For once, I just I gotta agree with um, I gotta agree with Max Kellerman, <laughs> and. <laughs> I gotta say that I don't know. I don't know if Chris Paul. He said on on first take he doesn't know if Chris Paul can hold up long enough for them to make any significant moves. And I have to agree with that on this one on this one occasion. Iguodala can stay where he's at, but on this one occasion, bro, I I love CP3 man. I want to see him win a ring so bad, and I think they can this year if they play well. But I, will he be about for the? For the next round, the whole round, will you be about for the round after that? Who knows? So, if he is, if he's there fully available for this round, I think the Suns win it. If he's not, I think it's the Nuggets. But I think it's tight either way. Yeah. You know, I, I think this is another seven-game series for yeah, me, man. I think so. Because like, the, the more I think about it, like this is not like... A, like There's no clear advantage here. Like Both teams like just... It's ah fuck. It's seven games. I think Suns do. I I I believe Suns have a clear advantage. Personally, I think the Suns are. Uh, What position? Not a specific position. I think the Suns not a clear advantage or a position, but I think the Suns are clearly a better team right now than the Nuggets are. Clearly, just because. Not I say clearly because I feel like not not many people would argue with you if you said that that hey they they've been a bit better. 
I think I can argue with. I think I can argue that though. I, I, maybe, maybe, but I feel like they've been a well-oiled machine, and they've. It feels like they're they're running in third gear, like they've got more, but they don't need. They don't need to give that. No, no, no. Not, I, I phrased that wrong. I mean, it just. It feels like they can match whatever level their opponents are playing to, basically. If their opponents give a certain energy, they can run at that energy, and I think that they, they're they not going to struggle to hit shots with CP3, with uh, D-Book, and with the, with these Mikael Bridges-type guys on the wings. Their shots are going to fall as long as people don't have off nights. Their defense is going to be strong, and I think that they they can basically suit any team. I don't think they have any bad matchups, and that's why I think the Nuggets... They can win. I think in seven games it will be the the Suns. See, here's the thing: like the watching that Nuggets and Portland series, the the one thing that it showed me is that these Denver Nuggets can withstand almost anything. And I'm referring right now to Game Five of that series. I think I, I spoke about it a little earlier about just how Dame was going nuts, right? Like we, we some we saw some of those shots he hit, and like those clutch threes that this guy was hitting and every single time he'd do something like the den like the nuggets had an answer like they'd all yeah. like whatever you do they will come back and make a run of their own so you go on a on, on a little run you take a lead they will come back and take their own lead as well so that like that ability to just withstand any run from from an opponent we saw that last year um both in the first second and second round when they, when they played um Utah Jazz and, and Donovan Mitchell dropped 50, but then the Nuggets will still find a way to win. Um, we saw it again against the Clippers. They will be down, you know, 15-16 going into the second half, and they're able to win and come back from a 3-1 deficit. So this Denver Nuggets team is tried and tested in the playoffs, and they just will not go away regardless of what you do. I'm not saying that the the, the Suns will, will roll over like or, or anything like that. But then this Nuggets team will withstand anything you throw at them. And they're just deep enough and they will just keep coming at you with more and more and more guys. And I feel like at some point that will tire tire out a guy like um, Chris Paul, who's, as we said, his shoulder isn't quite 100%. Um, and I don't think um, the Suns have the, a good enough defense to kind of stop the Nikola Jokic show pretty much. Um, so I'm, I'm giving this series to um, Denver in seven, although it's going to be a fucking tough-ass series from, from my estimation, at least. Um, I, I want to revise so, what I said and actually yeah? um, I want to give it to the Phoenix Suns and, act, and like I said, I annoyingly agree with a stupid-ass Knicks fan. Um, and oh, you changed your I, mind? Yeah, as long as, as, what long show as am I on? all shoulder holds up, Phoenix, Phoenix edge out Denver. Just because um, I was thinking about it, I think you read the only question. I was thinking about what you said. I agree with so much of what you said. And I thought to myself, okay, so then what's the difference? I was like, what can each team do differently? And I thought about it. And it's the only thing that stood out to me was defense. Like... As much as I rate Denver's defense and how they're really good at switching players all the way through, Jokic by himself is not a great defensive player. Meanwhile, on the Phoenix Suns, you have good defensive players from 1 through 5. And in rating, the Phoenix are rated 9th. Um, Den- Denver's rated 12th. 
and they lost Morey and I think they have Campazzo sometimes running at a point guard position which he's a very energetic player but he's still that's still a defensive drop off so when I think about all this all these yeah. factors I think the only thing that stands out to me is Chris Paul if Chris Paul's shoulder stands up I think the Phoenix Suns takes the Phoenix Suns take this in seven games it's still going to be tight Yo, Nikola Jokic is still, yo, he, I, I, I still see no answers for That's him anymore. cool, but Aiton, Aiton's not the same. Yeah, like, That's what I'm going to say. He's yeah, not the same as he used to be. Like, Aiton is, is no is no scrub. He's he's turned into a really, really good player. Like, don't, but uh, I just, the Denver Nuggets, whenever you think, oh, someone is, is leaving the floor, we might have some breathing room. Someone else comes onto the court that just does not give you any breathing room. And like we're talking about a team where like Will Barton is still like he could come back any day now, and like yeah, there's still true. no compl- like it's just as this I team said, is it's just very so fucking series. deep, man. It's, yeah, it's gonna it's be a tight ass series. Tight. Yeah, like but hey, hey, post PED Aiton is something else though. <laughs> wow. wow. Oh man, this guy wants him. He, he wants him to get he drug tested again, bro. Leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I feel like that's pretty much it. Unless we, yeah, there's no point in discussing the Utah series because you don't know who is, who is going to be. Nah, nah, nah. We'll talk about that when we know about it. Yeah. I don't talk if butts and babies, mate. Yeah. Um. <sighs> so, are there are there any hot takes that we want to let go of before, uh, before we call this an episode? No, no way. LeBron will retire ah. this offseason. No. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I still maintain my stance. LeBron. There was is a guy. There was a guy. I think on SportsCenter talking about LeBron retiring. He said, "If he's not chasing rings, then is he chasing numbers? What's the point at this point? He needs to talk about retiring." It was wild, bro. It was the wildest Yo. thing I've ever heard. I'll send you guys the link. <laughs> I just want to say, chess. LeBron is okay. I just want to explain what I mean by washed to the people just one time. What I mean by washed is. No, 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 no. No. No, he means. Let me no, explain if you know. Like, no. What he means by watch? Hold on, Because he's on, going to try to, like, taper this. Like, no, don't walk yourself. Don't walk it back. It back. We, we heard you say it's washed. How Chisum is wearing that black t shirt right now. Mm-hmm. It's a jet black. Now, in, th- in three months' time, Chisum, say you wear that t shirt every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gets a lot of wear and tear on it. You got to put it in the wash. And once it gets washed a certain amount of times, Chisum, it will start to go a little lighter dark, exactly. a, a lighter black color, exactly. a little grayer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's still the same T-shirt. Exactly. It's still the same T-shirt. You can, yeah. can still do the same things. But you know what? It doesn't... It's, it's not it's, quite the same. Like, the shorties don't look at you the same way when you're yes. wearing it when it's gray. You know, not yeah. the shorties should be looking at you. Sam, don't, 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 ha- don't hit me up, man, please. I, I'm not condoning anything. I'm just trying to make a point here. But you see what I mean? It's the same thing with LeBron. Now, I'll let oh, you continue well, your point, Nolan. Point, mate. Thank you very much. That was beautiful eloquence, bro. Like, what what show is this? Vino and Noble agreeing with each you other. You know what? what? It's a weird, <laughs> <laughs> weird It's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just so you guys know, you've, you've made me very uncomfortable. Um, you, you Noble, you, you switched the point after hearing Venus arguments. You're not going to watch the future fucking, ever again. It's fucking no. weird to me. And then now you guys agree, like at making each other's points, finishing each other's sentences and shit. Um, Bro, yeah, we, whatever you guys did you know, this week, 
undo it and let's get back to pump fakes and hot takes next week. Yeah, it's between the Knights, you know, that's what they say. So we united right now. And the truth is that the Lakers are trash. You won one game in your in against the Hawks. Don't fuck with me, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Instagram chat. I put it into our Instagram chat and everyone agreed with me. So don't back out now. Don't be a pussy. I said it in these words. The only team that fell off worse than the Knicks in the playoffs was the Los Angeles Lakers. Dog, who the Phoenix We Suns. got injured first off. The Suns. Dog, you, it's, it's the Hawks. Like the, the, the Hawks. The, 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 bro, at the very least, we could say we lost to Chris Paul. Right? Who? You know who what? This should have happened Yo. in the planes. This should have happened in the planes. You wouldn't even ah. be here. Oh, yeah? Oh, my. Bummer. Bummer. Okay, okay, Julius Randle. Okay, Randle with the 15 points. With the 15 that's points right. and what? F- that's, five that's turnovers? No. That's, that's Dude, hey, I, I've, 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 I've taken enough from Noble. But Vino, if you start this shit, bro, come on, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you, you know the conversation. You, you know the conversation. You know the conversation we had before Noble got on this video call. Don't, bro. Yes, bro. Come on. No, come on. We the bro. whole time I've taken your side on this. I haven't roasted the Lakers too much. You, dude, I haven't said a word about the uh, oh, about the, the about no, the Knicks. No, and now you're coming at me. Now you're coming, bro. Bro, the only reason I have to bring up Chico. Let's oh no! Really in fact, I'm doing the noble now. I'm, my mic is right here. What's up? Yo, yo, no, What's up? no, no, Talk no. To the, me, only baby. Have, <laughs> the only reason I have to bring it up, Chisum, mm-hmm. is because we all had them winning a ring. We all had them winning a ring. We submitted our brackets. There's evidence. There's photographic Fam, evidence. Just because you picked we wrong, right? Last one of us had them winning a ring. In so the for the them to be round, here bro. now. You guys had the Knicks just winning the first round series. So yeah, cool. On your home ground. Slap. Talk. Six is not a slap, bro. It was a blowout. Bro, it was a very, it was a very gentle. Vino, Vino. You guys had Dudley on the court. Hey, yo, yo, I'm Vino. playing. I'm playing. Vino. The Lakers played valiantly, bro. They, they played valiantly. It was oh, uh, oh this nigga, this, this nigga got jokes now, Vino, huh? As you can see, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm pulling up uh, right now. I'm pulling up. Uh, what video is this? Julius Randle playoff highlights. Let's go. Let's let's see what what's on this. What's on here? You you want to watch this video so with me, Vino? <laughs> nah, I'm all right, bro. It's like a clip. I, I watched the playoffs, <laughs> bro. I'm not gonna watch it back. You sure? Yo, it, all I'm going to it, 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 it's, it's all of forty five seconds, bro. Brief. We young and you old. It, it's all of forty five so, seconds, you know bro. No, no, you, no, you, we, we young. We it's young a quick you video. Old. It's a quick video, bro. They Trust me. Yes, yeah, it's a, it's a quick one. So trash. It doesn't it, it, like it, it wouldn't even fill up a, a whole Instagram video, um, video, a whole Instagram I, I, post. Anyway, like with, with, with that being said, guys, yeah, yeah, with that being said, yeah, exactly. Close the shroud, okay. Vino. Don't fucking hey, come with up, me, bro. bro. Hey, 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 don't make <laughs> me keep it flat. Don't fuck with me. Please I, go I'm on, I'm having Noble. a good time today. I, I don't know about y'all. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> Noble. I don't want to hear your voice. Yeah. Listen, I'm, listen. I'm having a good time. I know we've been agreeing on a lot of things, but don't think this sweet, Noble. Come on. Yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> it's, it, we've been on here for an hour, 28 minutes, dog. Like, I've, I've reached my fucking limits. Any more no words chat. about the Lakers and I'm kicking you niggas off this chat. What's up? <laughs> I love it. I What's love up? it, bro. You know what? I, it's rage. This is rage-fueled right I now. Love it. What's up? I love to hear it. 
You hear the pain. Well, thank you guys for listening to the Three Losers podcast. And um, yeah. Yeah, it's been nice, bro. Yeah, I, we're all loser, just, yeah, but we're you guys all just spectacular guys, losers. Guys, guys, you know? guys. Hey, oh, no, we're the ultimate guys, loser, guys, bro. Guys, real quick. Real quick, guys. Just put, put your hand t- to the camera real quick. One, two, three. Kakum. <laughs> Kakum, baby. Hey, I ain't saying that. I told you to start. I ain't saying Kakum. As far as I am concerned, we, we are play still the, in the playoffs. We are we in Kakum. We, we need... We are still in the playoffs. What, what, what playoffs, bro? The the G League. We are playoffs, still in the playoffs. Bro. What are you bro. talking about? We're oh, supporting wow. Trey Young because he, he, oh. he is our father. Yeah. The next team, the next team are supporting their father, Trey Young, are on his conquest to the NBA championship. Oh, wow. So we'll see how it goes, man. That's uh. Dude. Look, you gotta make you gotta make the jokes out of it because the reality is he did sign yeah. us, bro. He really, he really came in, took MSG, <laughs> and said, "I right, shut up, money. shut up." Yo, you know what? I was so mad. Um, what was I think that was Thursday night. Um, when I read the, the quotes after the game, Devin Booker was like, "Yeah, I know Kobe was in the building." I was like, bro, don't. <laughs> Yo, cause I, like I, I know he meant it in like uh you know like he's a Kobe fan and all that, but I'm just like bro shut the fuck up. I don't up think right he now. really I don't think he really shut the fuck up right now. I don't think he really thought of the context of the situation when he said a, yeah. a comment of that sort. I was like, bro, don't, 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 don't fucking Yo. trigger me, man. <laughs> to be honest, tell in me the Kobe was in the room team. watching the Lakers lose like this. I'll smack yeah. the shit out you. A, in the next Kobe was about game five. That's why I got three in your head. God damn, man! In the next game five, it felt like Lou Amundsen was in the building, bro. So. <laughs> It felt like Cole Aldrich, mm. Jason Smith, Quin- Quincy AC, Travis Ware. <laughs> you don't know about these players, man. This is you real NBA I've history. Seen, I've seen Lou Amundsen start a whole season for my team. So you know what? To even be knocked out of the playoffs is a bloody honor, bro. Look, it's an honor to even be there. I'm not going to lie. After all of these years of suffering. So, Chisum, this is what I'm saying. We young. We young. You old. Yo. The Knicks are young. The Lakers are old. You look at your future. We're cool. Yeah? We'll be back. You're cool? Will you? All right, man. We'll be back. Will you? Doug, we will be back before you. That's what I'm telling you. We'll be back. We'll be back? All right, man. See you next year with Julius Randle. 17 and 2. Let's go. In 12 to 15 years. The guy says 17 and 2. <laughs> Noble, we'll, we'll see you. Uh, I, yeah, said, yeah. I said it already. Uh, 12 to 17 years. Uh, we'll see you. Exactly. LeBron James Jr. is going to be the veteran on that team. Yo. They already got him penciled in. Nobs. 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 2045, man. It'll be a year. It'll be a yeah, year. Yeah, bro. They're going to make a documentary about it. Mm-hmm. The longest rebuild in history. Yeah. Let's just watch the blueprint. My kids going to see the blueprint. The, the documentary is going to be called The Real Process. And it's going to be 2021 to 2045. Yo. It's going to be like Sam Presti's son is taking over, still scheming, trading for more picks, still sitting Al Horford. On a cold. 
<laughs> also, on a cold morning, when Russell Westbrook decided he was done, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, you see the thing. Twenty-one years. Dark ago. ages begun. <laughs> no, 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 no. And then you see there's one cutscene of all the OKC fans celebrating as he left. Yeah, and then the dark ages. Hey, yo, just get that in. Yo, hold up, real quick, Nobs. If the Nets win the championship this year, then. Okay, so you'd be the only place where KDA didn't win a championship, eh? But what's your point? So, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just my, letting you know, I'm just letting you know. Yeah, like, look back at like I'm just painting a picture here. I'm painting a picture here. Okay, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Okay, see, he won a Western I'm just, I'm painting, bro, I'm just painting a picture. Just, just look at my canvas. Look at my canvas, Look at, look at the canvas, bro. You know what they say? Nah, you know how when Nets, he won a ring. Nets, he won a ring. Golden State, he won a ring. Golden State, he won a... MVP. No, no, but, but wait, MVP. Are you guys Congratulations. Wait, wait, let me bro. break this down. This man Congratulations this man individual left, awards. This man left OKC to go create the two greatest teams of all time. Are you talking to me about he won a ring? Bro, it's sad if he doesn't win a ring. He created the greatest team of all time in Golden State that did a, that broke Michael Jordan's record and now he's gone and created the What's the more sad is that your franchise having never won a ring. Yeah. Having had like three MVPs on there, you need to shut the fuck up. At having the same time, multiple MVPs. Shit, just, just, just terrible, bro. Shit. Just, just pure <laughs> shit. Pure shit. He's yes, left. Left. yes. He's yes. Nobles rage quit this he conversation. Yes, got middle finger up, and he has left. Yes. You know what? Noble, your team you know are what? such yeah, bums. You know yeah. Look. <laughs> Your niggas just sad because mm-hmm. you guys are frustrated right now. You had high hopes and expectations, oh. and they've been very silly. Yeah, you no, no. What was your high, what was your hopes and expectation going into the that's season? The thing, that's, you know what? You know you, you know what's funny though. He was you hoping to get number one pick. Yeah, yeah it's still, still not gonna happen. They won't freeze no envelopes for you. Exactly met. Like I knew what to expect. Y'all too. Damn, that's exactly. some bummy Let's shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, see yeah, with a yeah, three yeah, T, didn't it? Bummy shit. You, okay, see, with a three seed on the number one pick. You had space prepared for your second little trophy. Where's your second little trophy now, yeah. boy? Boy, it's you, coming it's next year. Cancun, that's where it is. It's, it, it's, it's, it's a one-year hiatus. Bro, go look at Jay Crowder's post. They uh, dancing. Bro, they dancing with your ass, bro. 43 on your head. Yeah. With Kobe. Yeah, we're doing salsas over Kobe's here. Ass, I hung 43 on your head. Hey, he wasn't wearing he, Kobe's. He, Come now. He, he, was, he, he was thinking about Kobe the whole time, though. Kobe, Kobe. That, that's cool. See, Kobe just inspires that's a whole generation. Yeah, exactly. That's all. That, that's that, that's all. Okay, yeah. see, fan, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Okay, see, gonna come knock you out too. Just watch. We're gonna okay. do our. I would. Yo, if, if there's one franchise I'm not scared of, bro. If there's one franchise I'm not scared of, like you could, if you put like prime KD, prime Harden, prime Westbrook, and prime MJ on OKC, they probably still won't win. Just the OKC thing, and then they'll probably all get OKC traded for like Jeremy the, Lamb. OKC gonna be the next Orlando Magic, Sacramento Kings. Yeah, you just keep retiring jerseys, retiring jerseys with no okay, banners. Let me just say, just you retiring right jerseys. Now, yeah. let me just fucking retiring right now, those jerseys. Fucking. Five, you got a documentary. In five years, OKC is gonna be a championship contender. Just watch. Yeah, and then still not win the nah. championship. So shut the fuck up, bro. Enough, enough you of this. What, yeah, I've you had enough what? of this. 
I told you since the hour yeah, twenty eight mark, I've been on my you ship, guys bro. Are a big, big market, <laughs> big market franchises, bro. You guys got the big. Yeah, yeah. Explain your name. 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 Bye.